change up the theme music felt appropriate it did feel appropriate i mean i think this this soundtrack is just very evocative of this yes of this we'll, time. we'll definitely talk about it absolutely listeners my name is pete and i'm scott and, and these, these are, are the, the movies, movies that made us gay yeah. yes indeed welcome back to the show yes we have good friend of ours and returning guest one of my favorite guests the very funny michael morgan oh stop welcome back mike Back. Be here. We gathered here today. We just finished watching this movie on Tubi. Not a paid sponsor <laughs> yet, but Not we watched quite, but we Welcome like Home, Tubi. Roxy Carmichael, directed by Jim Abrahams, written by Karen Lee Hopkins, released October 12th, 1990. I always forget who directed this movie. Jim Abrams from the Airplane From the franchise. Airplane, your favorite top secret. Yeah, top secret. Wow. Mm-hmm. Abrams, Zucker Abrams. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. think they might have put a little more cone? A little bit more it. flavor in there, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they could have. Uh, you know, it, they were skewing dramatic. They wanted to go, I don't know what they were going for as far as, like, the audience. Teenage girls. Yeah, it's a, boys. it's a coming of age yeah. story, mm-hmm. but she's oddly not that centered. Right, it's kind right. of about the whole town's obsession. With yes, yeah, Roxy I do. Lo- yeah, I love which that is w- which is very it. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yes, it feels like a movie from nine thousand six hundred forty-two <laughs> years ago, but it's something that yeah. we grew up with, like yeah. a certain kind of film. Well, it's from that period of movies that came out in 1990 that still feel like they're stuck in like 85. <laughs> like it still Absolutely. feels like this right. is a this is a movie that was made in the 80s even though it was released fall of 1990. Right. I mean, when did Pretty Woman come out? March <laughs> for me March like when March the 1990 90s started. Yep. Although that's actually not true. If you watch Pretty Woman, it has 80s hangover. Yes. It's yeah, a, the epitome of like I'm kind of fascinated by films from those decades, like where the they're haunted. They're, it's an in-between. And I would argue this is kind of an mm-hmm, in-between because mm-hmm. there's a lot about it that feels kind of 90s, even the way the story is told and Melissa Etheridge like, every <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds. But yeah. it's sort of like the 90s are dawning and the yeah. 80s are dying. True, true. This was a huge year for Winona Ryder. Yeah, I was going to say. 1990. Uh, I mean, this probably. She's killing it. She was killing it. I mean, she started 1990 with Mermaids. Uh-huh. Okay. She did Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. Mm-hmm. And then 
finish the year with Edward Scissorhands. Are they yeah. all the same year? They're all, all the same year. And you know, year. she dropped out of The Godfather Part 3 just because I think making these three movies probably back-to-back, like quite literally. Yeah. She was probably not in school that entire year because she was making these yeah. movies. And she had to uh, – bow out of the godfather just because she just couldn't handle it yeah she yeah mm-hmm. i remember that was like i was already a, it was on my antennae as a kid like right. i was precocious and reading the paper and like oh, no. <laughs> she can't do godfather yeah three. and i mean 89 she only did great balls of fire in 89 mm-hmm. with dennis quaid and also i think love, that heather's love, was a, uh, well i also so feel like heather's not. was a movie that was it did it come out in 89 heather's was technically released in 88 Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. It was released. Uh, I couldn't remember if it was. And then Beetlejuice. If it was yeah. supposed to come on '88, but released in '89, I can't remember. Well, IMDb says '88, so I could be wrong. Yeah. When was Beetlejuice? Same time. Beetlejuice yeah. was '88. Yeah. yeah. She re- just back to back hustling, hits. hustling, just hit after hit, hit after. They, hit. I mean, yeah. they really knew what they had with that one. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure both of you. For me, she's like the epitome. Oh my god! Oh yeah! I was oh obsessed god. with her. I used to do she's great. again as like a little like precocious gay kid <laughs> who was like when I like whenever I was I sort of played the like asexual a route like sure, oh i'm yeah. not interested in girls you know I yeah. just, but if i like was forced to where like i was like shit i gotta like come up with the name yeah winona was like always at the top of the list like sure. they're like who do you like who do you like you who and you'll be like yeah winona and it was good because like a gay only a gay man would really say that but i also would say no only in that i think straight men thought she was hot i and mean we've she, talked yeah. about this she had a rack and like yeah it wasn't like saying like katie holmes or <laughs> natalie portman <laughs> you know the names where it's like you're like such a queen but yeah winona yeah. had a little bit of that denise richards in her where you're like yeah <laughs> totally yeah yeah exactly. there's like a little more but it, she was like my an- go-to answer when i was like and i would yeah, it was so like unconvincing and fumbling but it would they would leave me alone yeah. after that. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> At least you okay. came up with somebody. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's a good one. I, I mean, I think I always kind of went with Alyssa Milano just because. Oh, like, well, sure, you went like, super poor. I mean, she was sex. And yeah, straight she was men sex. Were into, uh, yeah. Straight guys love them some Melissa Milano. We've discussed this on the show, but I feel like. Meanwhile, I'm just doing I would have said aerobics. either. Sarah Michelle Geller or yeah. Nicole. Oh, yeah. Sarah Michelle was a big gay uh, <laughs> beard. Like a lot of gay kids yeah, are like, oh, she's, the beard. she's my, my, my crush. My best friend in high school who was gay, he yeah. would always be like, Sarah Michelle Geller, number one hottest girl in the world. Giant, <laughs> giant SMG poster. Even my straight <laughs> guy friends were a little like, yeah. mm, this is like, something's not right in the milk. Like, <laughs> she's not that hot. Something in the milk ain't clean. Um, yeah. Do you know that I actually had... Off topic, but on topic. I had a Christina Applegate poster. Love oh, it. And, and I mean... It what? was the one okay, where she was wearing it. a leather vest with no shirt underneath and a falcon right on, on her arm. A live living... Uh, the, the glove, the suede glove... And the falcon. And this was in your like a bedroom above bedroom. your like be- yeah. like above the it was bed where behind the door. It was behind the oh like Close that's the door. More, I mean, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like we should just find that poster and put it up right now behind our door. It is a it is a really cool. What did your poster. parents think? My about dad loved that. it. He, he was like, just like, yes. oh yes, Kelly Bundy. Dad loved that poster. Uh, the Batman uh, eighty nine, mm-hmm. just literally the Batman yeah. symbol. 
Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Chris and Welcome Day. Home, Roxy yeah. Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was on the walls, like uh, under uh, under you, the mattress. You don't even story. want to know the movie posters <laughs> that I had hanging in my room of just like this little homosexual. This little yeah, well, what are you gonna do? I mean, mm-hmm. I but I did grow up in. Um, I mean, I grew up with with Winona. Like my sister yeah, really, my sister really took to her. We both watch she introduced me to heathers you know we both yes. watched that over kind of and like over the poster girl for the outsider yeah of that we love we love yep. beetlejuice obviously the two of us and then when dracula came out oh my god crazy that dracula was only like two years later two years later so yeah. nuts mm-hmm. yeah which yeah. i love too so i good. mean i also feel like I mean, when I think that she got her Oscar nomination for Age of Innocence. Yeah. I think in, a moment. in in 92 yeah. or 92. 93, Early. I can't remember. Yeah. 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 She was really was. I guess we forget. She's sort of like the Paula Abdul of acting. We're like, <laughs> you're the biggest star on the planet for six years. And then you sort of. Fell yeah. Off. Yeah. And these kids today, I mean, she is not just the mom from Stranger Things. Like she I know. is like, like. And you, what a thankless. I mean, I'm yeah. glad that she's like. Come that back into yeah. pop culture, yeah. but that yeah. role, but that role. It's just like, ooh. like, what are we gonna do to Joyce to stress her out? And <laughs> I just know, and like, let's be real. Winona Ryder is like not a mom, and it's just not yeah. believable or convincing. You're like, you have never mothered a child, <laughs> Winona. Like, it's just the way you always are. Like, you met like ten minutes ago on yeah. this on the studio yeah. lot, and it's not your child. But I, I, I love her to death, and I'll yeah. always keep a. I love the I love the Place idea of, of Winona Ryder's mothering instincts just being like I I hang out with Christina Ricci she's convincing us to change yeah when yeah. she's like nervous and stressed I'm like okay that I'm buying yeah, yeah. you know but yeah. but you're right Scott like she does she is like extraordinarily beautiful like her face is oh, ridiculous stunned. it's like Elizabeth Taylor mm-hmm. like Winona Ryder yeah. like you know Natalie Portman. but the thing is she does have this outsider vibe and even from like Beetlejuice and this and and in Lucas you know Veronica Sawyer yeah yeah mm-hmm. and Veronica all yeah, characters sure. that are just sort of on the kind of the edge of the yeah. average high school yeah. experience. So it's like even though she was extraordinarily beautiful, she does have She still know, worked for all of those roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also she's very tiny and when she was a kid, she did have her haircut really really short. Yes. And in the 80s, I mean, you just think what? She had a short haircut, big deal, pixie cut, that's kind of her thing. But like in the mid early to mid 80s, like short haircut for a girl they you know that's an easy like oh lesbo or like, lucas kind of her yeah. iconic role yeah. that to me it's sort of like that was the real when yes. it was like edgy yes. outsider and totally. from there it sort of she became like sort of hotter and more and more beautiful yeah. and i think that the popular and kid, i think that like the really role in lucas pretty much booked her beetlejuice yeah i yes. think that yeah, even yeah. tim burton said that of yeah. that right. i saw lucas and i knew that had to be lydia yeah yes and doesn't she kind of have some kind of like hippy dippy upbringing like up in she like, did in petaluma, petaluma which again yeah, as a kid say, was Central kind California. of by where i was from yeah which is poly class yes she very much and was attached Winona to that. was even yeah. involved in that she so, offered this huge reward mm-hmm. yeah a lot wait a minute is she from like a weird cult no 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 no, no. petaluma's like just thing? a like no um, no no no, no. Not petaluma's a like a like kind of shishi little cute fancy town uh in outside the bay mm-hmm. it's so, kind of by napa yeah um it's in the mount it's kind of mountainy 
It's and very there late. was there was a girl in the she got kidnapped late nineties early two thousands that got kidnapped and it was no no is yeah early nineties early nineties early nineties that um, was from Winona's hometown and it was this whole thing bring her home where's Polly and Winona because it was from her hometown in Petaluma Winona kind of was very she close offered to this. The re- a yeah. huge reward sure. yeah. and the girl was kidnapped during a slumber party wow. so there were other people in the room like home the invasion like, kind of stuff yeah like, just like silenced everybody wow. and then took her with him the one it's girl, a very yeah. dark i can't believe we we're really Down like, covering a lot of territory yeah. we're going 90 <laughs> miles okay. per hour i think that she's right. still covering also, 100 subjects I think that she still also lives out of the bay area too no, one known as down here. She had sure. a house in San Francisco because we okay. saw it on Zillow. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it was in the. Um, it's right around the uh, painted ladies. When she was sure the little does, press yeah. that she would do for Stranger Things, I think that mm. she talked about maybe still yeah, going to the bay there. a lot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know. If you're of, of a certain age that, like, between Gen X we'll and We'll always like, have that coolest factor. She yeah. Is. Yep. She's, she's our cool older it. sister. Like, she, you know. Well, also, like, it's just at that time in the late 80s and early 90s, I don't really think there were a lot of act, young actresses like her. Absolutely. That, like you said, yeah. like, roles that was like this edgy, would go like, to, yeah. at the time, Winona was always at the top of the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She really was. But then, I don't know. What happened, you know, like the mid 90s, I love all, I love her whole, like, remember the whole, like, Gwyneth Paltrow mm-hmm. stole Shakespeare and love from her? Yeah, or, she, like, girl she interrupted. Noticed it, she noticed and, it, like, like, at her apartment on, like, yeah, her coffee that, table. That's, like, yep. my favorite Hollywood story of all time. But I think she just sort of lost her way and they're, like, addiction issues. Right, right. Addiction right. issues. I know that she's, uh, she's kind of spoken out now during the whole shoplifting thing. I think that she just had a really bad prescription drug problem. Yeah. yeah. Just completely because, out of it. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, as she, the, she's got that thing where she's been in the industry for so long, she's younger than we think she is. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like that Drew Barrymore thing where it's like, Winona Ryder's, like, 47. Mm-hmm. Right, if that, yeah. yeah. So it's like in those years where she wasn't working a lot, and maybe she had some addiction issues. It's not like she aged out of these roles. You know, she could have taken any of these roles that Gwyneth yeah. or Sandra Bullock or anybody Charlize were were taking, but she just kind of that was right. not really the right time for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know. love like troubled career Winona. Like oh, yeah. Autumn in New York is like my yeah. favorite. Uh, it's such a camp <laughs> classic. Can we watch? Lost I was already souls. like 108 when it came out, yeah. but it made me gay. Yeah, Autumn no, in New York made me gay. Still counts. Lost Souls Still counts. with Ben Chaplin, that produced by Ooh, Meg yeah. Ryan. Oof. <laughs> I remember that. Directed by um, Spielberg's DP. That was like a big okay. passion project oh, for him. Okay, sure, sure, yep. sure. Lost, Lost Souls. That mm-hmm. was um, directed by yeah, John Yeah, Spilinski. he was just and nominated yeah. for West Side Story. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we can't we can't forget her like dipped her toe into the Alien franchise. Oh is my alien god! Is her, Resurrection. Is her name Love Cal? The, right. Yeah. I think Alien Paul. Resurrection is um, underrated and it's unfairly maligned. About. <laughs> I think it's kind of good. It, it's campy. It has its moments. I enjoy I, it, it. It's better than three. It's the it's, most. It's okay. more watchable it's than the three. Most, it's the one that really leans into the lesbian direction, Ooh. too. Mm-hmm. With, all right, all right. Which, I mean, we'll get into that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ripley and Cal pretty much become, like, life partners at the end of that movie. It's like a family yeah. unit mm-hmm. with, like, the hybrid alien I just baby think it's a beautiful... I think I yeah. love the set, the art direction, like, this... 
the ship is all glittery and pretty. It's the guy who did Amelie. Yeah, so, it's so like the art direction like, is beautiful. It's really pretty. <laughs> I just like that element. Too. And that's the one with the with the bathing beauty xenomorph. They're swimming. Yeah, like, yeah. they have a whole like, underwater. That yeah. is cool. <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff. A, a Busby Berkeley like dance number mm-hmm. with the xenomorph. But and Winona's an android, which is smart because it plays to her limited acting. Oh. Uh, but oh we are God. here today so to talk about Welcome Home. Yes. I always forget Welcome Home, comma, comma Roxy, Roxy Carmichael. Carmichael. Wow. So what is your history with this movie? I know I can speak on mine. Yeah, go, I know, Peter, yeah, it's more it. background noise. <laughs> I had it recorded on VHS. It's, it. I, and we weren't a family that had a ton of movies. Mm. For whatever reason, we had like so many titles. It was a double feature. Like, Remember you get like... Three, six, or nine hours. Oh yeah, yeah. Depending, depending on the, speed, on the quality, yeah. do you remember and the I would quality? always pick like the degraded quality. So you remember like, more, more movies for my what butt. Was on the, yeah. Do you remember what was yes. on the tape? It was uh, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Uh, Ooh, that's and about the horse. That also yeah. has um, board. Uh, Michael Schaffeling from Sixteen Candles and Mermaids. Okay, so, oh, get out yeah. of here. Jake so Ryan it, is in that. It was that, and which she jumps. Into like pools of water from she, a high dive on a horse, and it horse. makes her go blind. Yes. which well, obviously because, made me gay. I mean, because, because she, she has up. her she has her eyes open. She the yeah, That's which she should have. Yeah. Oh man! So and it was Disney. It was like yeah. love that movie as a kid. Kind of like teen for teens. Uh, it was Edward? that and Welcome yeah. Home, and yeah. so that one two punch good, really like good, like, good, good lineup. Made me, like, yeah. a good queen. Sunday afternoon yes. lineup, and I have like specific memories of watching it or rewatching it where there it was in fall, and uh, I went to like a, a spaghetti night and got food poisoning, <laughs> and it was really like it, it was I was at that age where it was like oh. I, you know, you're sick, but then you're excited because you're like, I get to miss school yeah, the next yeah, yeah. day. So I would watch – I remember like it was such a luxury to like watch a movie on a school day. And oh, I was yeah. watching Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael. In the middle of the day. Like, with diarrhea. Yeah. But it was felt like comforting and good. That's a core memory right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Scott? So my sister and I loved this movie when we were young. Yeah. Um. We always used to watch it, but I specifically remember when I first watched this movie that I think that this was a tape that was just at my grandma's house, like the actual video yeah. cassette. Okay, you like uh, we okay. had it. So that's the thing. I feel mm-hmm. like Scott's grandparents' house. They have VHS tapes that w- your uncles probably just purchased from the video store. Yeah. Bef- like, and I think this this came from my uncle. Yeah, yeah. and uh, what did Hollywood Video had like uh, previously viewed? Sure. Crispy viewed videos would be like a dollar. So, and I feel like every time we go, we always bring back more VHS tapes. You brought back some bangers. Got I brought back time. like Fright Night and Return to Oz. And Return to Oz. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's probably like three grand on eBay. Like yeah. VHS <laughs> yeah. is like or or seventy five cents that out of the closet. But um, right. Yeah, I feel like your your uncles were like kind of these early adopters of like I'm just gonna buy these fucking movies mm-hmm. and brought back the previously. They viewed. always ended up in my grandma's and house and your grandparents. Yes. And I remember Wait, your uncles? Well, he... Uncle. 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 And, yeah. But he was buying Roxy Carmichael and Return to Oz? Well. Well. That's for another Should episode. he, like, <laughs> is he coming <laughs> on probably, next week? You can probably, you can probably put the puzzle her. pieces together with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I remember I was being left home alone just because, I mean, I was 
Home Alone a lot as a kid, and Last I think key. that, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, my grandparents and my mom or something were going to a concert at the county fair. So I was staying at Home Alone. The county fair. I think that they got me like a pizza, and I watched this movie by myself. Was it a Mama Celeste? It was not a Mama Celeste. <laughs> okay. No, they got me. They got me a nice pizza. A tombstone. And okay. I remember I popped in Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, and just became obsessed with this movie, and would always revisit it. Yeah. I would watch it with my sister. So yeah, something that I always return to. I would when rewatch I was a kid. it a lot too, and I, mm-hmm. we, we just watched it. I'm kind of impressed. I'm like, wow, as a child, I was like, it's a bit heavy dry. themes. There is I mean, heavy themes, like, yeah, but also it. certain elements of the story that are a little subtle that completely went over my head. Yeah, that oh I didn't God. really realize. No it idea until this viewing <laughs> of just how I mean, I knew that this movie would fit into the theme yeah, of the show yeah, just yeah. because. Clearly, Melissa Etheridge, Wyona Ryder, like, perfect movie for us to cover. But there are some serious lesbian elements in the script. The entire film. And there's (laughs) even, like, those two characters that... And it's very Altman-esque where they're, like, pausing. Really it's like they're is. not even tied into yeah. the main story, but yeah. they're these peripheral characters mm-hmm. that are lesbians. Yeah. They're giving us local color. Evelyn and <laughs> a lot of <laughs> A lot of color, a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, flavor. Evelyn is played by Dinah Mainoff from yes. Greece. Dinah. And, mm-hmm. and, as you said, Empty Nest. Empty Nest. <laughs> wearing and the crate, like, not since Valley of the Dolls have we seen such a cheap... Like that fall, fall. Oh my god, that didn't match her. And she would wear the clip that was like the cone. Yeah, and there's a cone, and it had like it's it had like a hinge on it, like the Madonna. Yeah, the Madonna cone for the. Oh, love it. Yeah, just kind of these subtle hints at this lesbian relationship between these two characters that knew Roxy when they were young. And they don't really give you all that much. On the well, I think what they're no on the relationship they're giving us nothing. All yeah. they're giving us is the like mm-hmm. morning after brunch. Yeah, you know, with the the sad fruit bowl and like but, a um, like a Cornish game hen and a Cornish yeah. game hen. Yeah, she made Cornish game hens for breakfast. They're in negligees. I coming out of maybe the bedroom. it was like two p.m. Yeah, and they got hungry they just, from like doing it all night. They're just like, all morning. They're yeah. like, I need meat. Yeah. Well, I, I have a lot to say about the Dinah Manoff, Marty from we, Greece. I know. Should we start at the beginning, on. though? Should be yeah. Like, um, I, I'll talk a little bit about my okay, uh, sure oh, yeah. relationship yeah, yeah. with this movie too. Uh, again, I talk about my sister a lot. Shout out to Amy, big Winona Ryder fan. Like I said, got got me into Heather's. I should not have been watching Heather's in like the no. fifth grade. No business. Corn nuts. Corn nuts. No, just like, oh man, you like. Like I think suck, I saw it in like third like suck, grade. Like to big suck dicks, dicks. Mm. Christian Slater and Winona just like banging on the like swing set in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, big Winona Ryder fan, and um, I was a big Winona Ryder fan in my own right. Obviously, I was just like Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands. These are my favorite movies of all time. And I feel like Amy really took a liking to this movie, and it's one of those things where it's like. I don't know. Does every kid have those like fantasies of like maybe my parents are rich and famous? Yeah. Maybe I don't yeah. belong in this family, in this house, in this town, you know? And like when your town does have this link to somebody, you ca- any little straw that you can grasp at, you're like, 
that's why I'm related to that person, you know? And that kind of thing just really kind of resonates probably with kids. I think that's why kids kind of love this movie. I also liked it because, well, the love interest was from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. Right? And that was one thing. I was like, oh, I know him from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. His best friend, his, like, shithead best friend that was always ragging on Dinky and saying she was stinky dinky and all that stuff, um, and his dad was a cop. He was in the Monster Squad, oh, which I loved, yeah. which I shouldn't have loved, but I did love. I loved it, yeah. Too. And um, I mean, they're they're drop they're dropping f slurs like left and right in the Monster Squad. Oh yeah, and it's like PG thirteen. Yeah, but um, I always, as a kid, thought he was super cute in Monster Squad. And then I saw him in this, and he was grown up a little bit. He was like aged up, oh, and I was like, oh, <gasps> he's such a cute teenage boy, and I'm like eleven. Um, so I was fully just like. Super like eleven year old Pete watching this movie. It's got like Winona Ryder, who I'm just like, I want to be her, you know. And then yeah. it's got like cute boys mm-hmm. in it. And I mean, I, we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. We had this like we had this conversation earlier. Jeff Daniels, oh yeah, stealth hottie, mm-hmm. stealth daddy. Like we're just like we're, I think the three of us were like. In agreement. Your dad's cute friend. Yeah. Young mm-hmm. Jeff Daniels yeah. is definitely like, all right, all right, let's do it. So, Scott, give, can you give a description of Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael? Just like a, somebody who's never seen it before. What's this, this is, movie about? This movie is about a small town in Indiana. Is it Indiana? Ohio? Ohio. Ohio. It's, it's Ohio. Is it Ohio? They go to Cleveland. Yep. They go to Cleveland. Yeah. This small town in Cleveland, or outside of Cle- Cleveland, mm-hmm. is preparing for the homecoming of a mysterious superstar named Roxy Carmichael, uh, as does a young outsider who believes Roxy is her mother. I just read that on IMDb right okay, now. Okay, love it. Yep. Love it. Mm-hmm. So this premise, or this town specifically, always kind of reminded me of that small town in Indiana where James Dean is from. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. just sort of when this hu- this huge movie icon is from a town in the middle of nowhere. You got nothing else going on. You got nothing else and you just sort of have to latch on to that person. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. And I know that in like Fairmont, Indiana, the his childhood house might be turned into a museum. Yeah. So that it's kind of like Roxy Carmichael. We well, mm -hmm. we were talking about during the movie that we were getting very like Jackson family vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're giving the tour of this house. They withhold like what exactly like was she a singer? Was I she love an actress? that. Was I she love a that they yeah, that they, they withhold they it for a long time. I think it's super effective. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but you do know that she likes pink. Yeah, <laughs> she loves pink. Um, it's a, she has like kind of an Angelina aesthetic, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, her, her bedroom. Her childhood bedroom, Roxy. The f- opening scene of the movie is the real Roxy Carmichael. The fridge as a closet. The fridge as a closet. The freezer yeah. w- holding her hats. Pink. Pink. Pepto-Bismol pink. Uh, well, what we later discover, what we think, is that it... I think they color-matched the canister of Almond Roca. Yeah. Because when she's, candy. When she's holding the canister of Almond Roca in front of the, the painted wall, it looks like a color match. It's crazy. I love Almond Roca. My grandmother loved Almond Roca. And it comes in a pink canister. It's so good. It's just toffee. It's just toffee covered in a little chocolate with... Maybe peanuts? I like nuts. Like an almond. Yeah, maybe crushed crushed almonds. Yeah. And uh, not cheap. Not the cheapest candy. I mean, Roxy was probably stealing that from like like, the drugstore. Um, But yeah, I love that we get the silhouette. 
baby Jeff Daniels. A pretty good Jeff Daniels good stand match. too. I think yeah. they probably used his voice. Yeah. They probably used his voice, just kind of like did some dubbing. We never see Roxy's face in the movie. No. No. So we were discussing as we were watching it that there are throughout the movie these cutaways of Roxy in her Hollywood Hills Fabulous house. LA and lifestyles of the rich and you never really see a good shot of her face. Yeah. You see her bare behind swimming oh, yes. in her pool. Oh, yes. And you guys think it's Winona Ryder like and her... what she might think Roxy is like. Yeah. I, th- I think that those images of Roxy are dinky Yeah, when she imagines mm-hmm. what Roxy's doing now. So, you know, I disagree. I think okay. that's actually her. Just wearing these, like, mm-hmm. like the, the marabou, like, mules with, like, the fuzzy pink... You know what I mean? The fuzzy pink marabou mules with like a lucite heel just to like walk into like the pool. Skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. But like the kind where you just dive in once and then get out. And swim through the pool and then walk out the other side. That was it. I mean. Laps. She's doing laps for the day. That's it. All right. I guess <laughs> I guess if you're like again, that's the fantasy, right? If you're yeah, that rich yeah. and be like I just feel like jumping in the pool well, you know, for like two minutes. Sexy naked. Playboy models from like the eighties, they weren't like toned. They were just thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just thin. So she didn't have you know, if you were toned, you were too athletic for right. like a like Playboy. So I think, you know, you just had to, as long as you like kept your kept it down, you were like looking good, looking Only tight. A few almond brokers. Yeah, like, just so, you yeah. to like bite it in half. Something to wake up, yeah. <laughs> Wake you up during the day, a little sugar rush. Yeah. And oh, then... I love that. That's very dance teacher. <laughs> That's bringing me back to my high yeah. school theater. Miss, only... Miss Lori was my our, <laughs> our choreographer, and she'd eat, eat like jelly beans. I think she was malnourished fat and free. Like, eating the fat free like, diet. She'd be like, sugar gives you energy. Yeah, mm. it was very that. And fat that's what um, you have. I, so I'm such just control. now looking up. Uh, Ava Fabian, who I think the body was double, the body double was yeah. a playmate. Oh, there you go. Oh, she was see? a playmate in '86. She had that. She had that '86 Playboy a body. five-time cover girl for the magazine. I bet you mm-hmm. she would wear her bikini bottoms were so high, like up to her ribs. Like that French cut on her bikini mm-hmm. bottom yeah. was cut so high that Pam Anderson like. But you're right. Like Baywatch. it was a very eighties. Like it wasn't like now it, if someone's doing that scene, they mm. can like crunch, crush walnuts with their ass oh, cheeks, yeah. like yeah, male, yeah. female, yeah. like it needs to be like yes. this like statue. Whereas yeah. this Roxy Carmichael was actually like a, yeah. a real woman. So I love the aesthetic. It's that it's, it's 1990 mm-hmm. roundabout 15 years after so 15 she's left. Years, yeah. Clyde, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's 75. That's 75. Yeah, that's about right. But like we yeah. were saying, decades have that like hangover. Mm-hmm. Because Roxy Carmichael's aesthetic of her bedroom and all the pink, it's a little 60s. It it's feels a little 60s, 60s to, me to me too. Yeah, yeah. But it technically should have been the 70s. Yeah. And, you know, Je- Jeff Daniels says like, oh, well, when he ta- the, the scene when he talks about when they got air quotes married mm-hmm. he does say they were 10 years old so yeah, yeah. it almost is even 50s really it's almost yeah. like it feels kind of rockabilly it feels early 60s yeah very rockabilly-ish yeah late 50s but i think for the for all intents and purposes you know let's say yeah. let's say late 60s early 70s but also that that thing where maybe for clyde ohio 
you know, maybe they were still a little bit yeah, behind the times leaving. too. Yeah. So she was still feeling her like 60s girl group fantasy and mm-hmm. it's like the early 70s already. Maybe that's why she didn't really make it. <laughs> and so this is another reason why I think the flashbacks are not real because Roxy does not come, spoiler alert, to the Roxy ball or whatever they call right. it. You know, she, although she does send a limo. Which I'm thinking, why is she sending a limo? Just send like a FedEx. Yeah. But, you know, she doesn't even show up. And why doesn't she show up? Is she like 300 pounds now? I am so with you on that theory. <laughs> Interesting. Too, because I've, I've never thought of this. She okay. also like, you learn what her fame is from. And, yeah. And you're kind of like. So oh. she got money from being in the song, but she didn't have to do anything. So maybe she's not think, like. I don't you think know, you would make that didn't want to show either. up. I don't think you would. I mean, come on, is is her, is Hey There Delilah really making that much money in 2022? <laughs> right, like, eh. Ruby from Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. I, I like to think that Hey There Delilah is like our kind of analogy in like the modern right. age sure. of this movie. You basically that. find out she was the muse for this like famous rocker and this huge song is about her yeah. and there was an album about her, which yeah. is all fine and good. And they say her name and the song. They say that she got the royalties from it. So Which she made money. Is the like, Melissa Etheridge song "I Will Never Be the Same"? Is that the song? I don't think. No, so. it was I called like in Roxy's eyes. In Roxy's he said eyes. Roxy something. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Which spoil? Yeah, Melissa Etheridge, unknown at the time, provides the music soundtrack to the whole film. I will never be the Love same. Uh, I think was on the same album that "Come Through My Window" was on. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I would believe you. It sounds. Yeah. All of that. She probably had the, yeah, the entire the album in the can yeah, when doing sure. this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dinky's living in this town. She's an outsider. I love Winona as an outsider. I buy it. Me totally too, works. Right? Yep. Winona's hair <laughs> in this movie goes through a journey. She's got a short bob. Um, she's got bangs. It's 1990, whatever. Every girl in 1990 had the half up, half down bangs. It's fine. But when she's stinky dinky at the beginning and she's a major outcast, she's dip dyeing her cable knit sweater, dyeing it black. $32 sweater. That your her, mom would wring your neck mom if you would have fucking spray painted ended a, me. a nice sweater. And if she spent $32 on one piece of clothing for me and I ruined it, ended me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all. I remember seeing like a 46 or $50 sweater as a yeah. kid and thinking that was just the epitome of like luxury. Like that things don't get more expensive mm-hmm. than that. There was a shirt that the coolest guys in my junior high had. And I saw it at the adorable shop. Not the adorable shop. In Alhambra. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is the shirt. I would like to have this shirt. And it was $29. And my mom literally said to me, I don't have a $29 shirt. I'm not buying that for you. I said, okay, guess not. Um, so, So Dinky at the beginning of this movie is, you know, she is an outcast. She's an outsider. Kind of jumps from school to school. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's so like uh, she's adopted. She's adopted, yes. But her parents are very different from her. Yeah, you know they're they're doing great. The dad's got this carpet store, yes, but the mom, 
She doesn't see eye to eye with Dinky because the mom's no. very. She's a cha cha mom, and Dinky's not. Played by Francis Fisher from Francis Titanic. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Also, did you notice the uh, uh, Dinky's dad was in Brokeback Mountain? I, I, I just not. realized that. Oh, who is he? He Brokeback plays Mountain? Anne Hathaway's dad in Brokeback oh, Mountain. Oh, got it. All right. And he all right, has right. the. I know. I knew him. From he has something. the big scene with Jake. Yes. During yes. like uh, the dinner Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Knew I knew him from something. Mm-hmm. But. Dinky rides her bike all over Clyde. And it's this old fashioned like bike. Like, and you definitely would have at that bike. time. It was like a guy's bike. Like yeah. it's a cool bike now, now yeah. but you would have been made fun of oh, riding yeah. that bike around I town then. Never have ridden that bike. If my parent if my dad was like, here, you can have my bike, it was my bike. You can ride it. Like, thanks, but it got ran over by a dump truck. Sorry. And she has built uh, Noah's Ark under. Uh, I mean, she her has lair. this this sanctuary she, in the for her animals in the <laughs> SS Minnow. Yeah. She has, yeah, the SS Minnow has like washed up ruined ship, yeah, on like the <laughs> on great the shore, the shore of the Great Lakes. So she tends mm-hmm. to a pig, a goat, a and a handful of like puppy mill dogs. Mm-hmm. Are they all just staying there at night? Like they're not running away. I, they live there. Uh, yeah, they she, all have their nice little square of carpet. That touch is a little strange. But I kind of like that character note that her dad sells carpet. Because I definitely remember carpet stores carpet store in, in small towns. In mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So she just steals remnants and just, like, has little place settings for the animals. I think it's that thing, though. Like, if you feed a stray, they'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So... I think it's just that thing where she, but the pig and the goat. I don't know if goats, mm-hmm. pigs, I don't want the pig and, and the dogs yeah, live yeah. in harmony. Yeah, that's that's true. I I saw Big Top Pee Wee. Oh. They're friends. Um, it's not it's not that distracting. Yeah, yeah. But I think the idea though is that she rides her bike everywhere, and she's just kind of very like flase da about her like appearance. Mm-hmm. Her hair is just like. A helmet at the beginning of this movie. So much it's hair. So from teased. That era, so like, teased. So teased. Uh, but the... I don't think Dinky's teasing her hair. I think the idea was... She's just not combing it. She's not combing it. She yeah. rides her bike everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So it gets poofy. And so Roxy Carmichael is going to come back to the town. It's a big deal. But she's never heard of Ro- Or she doesn't even really yeah, know she's, yeah, who like, Roxy who is Carmichael this? is. She's just yeah. sort of like seeing the town's uh, response to her. Mm-hmm. And she's very fascinated with her. Yeah. That like, who is she and why is she famous? And she just decides, she befriends Jeff Daniels, who was Roxy Carmichael's first boyfriend and who had a child. Or the father yeah, of the, the child that Roxy chi- Carmichael had. But how did they really meet? I d- they sort of... She, she... Okay. I know. I can answer this. She goes to the Roxy house shrine and locks herself in the bedroom and is just fascinated, right? right. She's just like, oh my God, this girl is everything. I love the the fridge and the 30-year-old Amanoroka, well, 15-year-old Amanoroka that she eats because I she know. steals it. We, thought, we were worried she got like botulism. 15-year-old toffee. <laughs> I don't know. Is English toffee that good for you after that long? Um, and then they're building this like Roxy Carmichael Visitor Center. The Roxy right. Carmichael Cosmetology yeah, and Drama cos- School. Yes. Right. Yes. Fierce. I mean. Yeah. Uh, which mm-hmm. this, the exterior is also in um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey as the Bill and Ted. Like, is it in like oh, Riverside or something? Yeah. Or San Dimas. Uh, well, <laughs> it's in 
Southern California somewhere. It's used in a lot of Star Trek episodes because it looks very, like, spacey futuristic. You could definitely tell this movie was shot mainly in Southern California because yeah. you can see a lot of palm trees. Yes, yes. We were, like, clocking the palm trees. So she goes to the cosmetology school as it's being built, and she's just like, what the hell is going on? Who is she? What was she famous for? And w- what I love is that they kind of, like, pepper throughout the movie the townsfolk Everybody just boasting about what they know about her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. she was a slut. Like, oh, she, like, loved getting fucked. Like, all the guys are just like, oh, she had the best legs. No underwear, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all the girls were like, well, I was her best friend. And that's where Dinah Manoff, Marty from Greece, is just like, well, I was her real best friend. And she shoplifted and she couldn't get enough and, you know, strap a mattress to her back. And she was just like telling all these stories about Roxy. And I love that, that character because she was very much like to everybody around her. So boastful about how Roxy was her best friend, constantly talking shit about her, but she was just as in love with Roxy as like everybody else, including Jeff Daniels Mm -hmm. and Dinky, you know? And that's where we get our like weird, like, lesbianic relationship there's her. many I, I was going to say there's many Roxy we, and yeah. her guidance we haven't even talked oh, about Roxy even and even the guidance talked counselor Dinky and the guidance counselor oh Dinky <laughs> Dinky and the guidance counselor yeah. that's the thing about this movie when like it first came out everybody's just like is Winona Roxy what <laughs> and you do you want to be yeah. like that's Roxy Carmichael yeah, but she's yeah. Dinky she's Dinky like, I like the guidance counselor character because that's my thing these kids are fucking rotted to mm-hmm. Dinky. And the yeah. other teachers are just like, Dinky's weird. She's gross. She's smelly. Even though it's like Winona's, <laughs> like, you can't <laughs> hide her fine. beauty. Yeah. She's not a stitch of makeup. She's stunning. Yeah. And like, look at that nerd. Look at that fucking troll Look at over that there. ugly <laughs> girl. And she's yeah. like, stunning. Yeah. And this guidance counselor, who's also new in town, is just like, what the fuck, you guys? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we are the adults here. Like, somebody needs to step in and talk to this girl and figure out what the hell is the deal. Played by Layla Robbins. Layla Robbins. Mm-hmm. And she's right. really good in this movie. Still, yeah. She gets a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, she's currently on uh, The Walking Dead and The Boys. Mm-hmm. So, good for and her. And you see mm-hmm. her in her... Undies in oh, yeah, they, I mean, definitely like, some, like, 80s panties, too. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. Lacey. Her yep. and, like, the idea of a guidance counselor and a girl yeah. changing in front of each other. And shopping, then not only yeah. that, but then commenting on each other's bodies yeah. is, like... It just, I mean, in some ways, we become a much more puritanical... <laughs> we really have. We would, I mean, that would... She would be like locked up yeah yeah i mean it is dinky is the one that removes her they're in this fitting room and the the teacher is trying on a dress and just completely Mm -hmm. is in her bra and panties dinky takes her bra off underneath her shirt yeah it's like well now it's time for me to try something on let me take my top off and just like and she's like when will my knockers be as good as yours (laughs) (laughs) i guess you didn't quite say it like that but essentially but they probably went through great pains to kind of put winona in like baggier clothes yeah because winona's packing some heat oh yeah on the upper Front. Yeah. Even in Heather's, and that was before this. Yeah. So her boobs are This huge. movie is written by Karen Lee Hopkins. And uh-huh. this strikes me as one of those scripts that probably when the studio like acquired this script, 
I would assume that the lesbian undertones <laughs> were probably even more on the surface, and they yeah, just like sort of cut that shit down had yeah. to pull back a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah. like it strikes me as I would really like to read the original script. I bet that Welcome one, Home, Roxy Carmichael. Yeah. Who's the Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Her oh, love yeah. interest. That was probably a female character. Yeah. And they just, like, changed oh the name. Oh, my God. Yeah. But uh, kept the, like, Gerald. Look. Yeah. Played Gerald. by Thomas Wilson Brown from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And he's a very, I mean, I hate to say it, but <laughs> for me, it sort of sinks the film in that he's just so odd looking in this and not appealing He's where cute and there's Winona and I'm like oh but I do in a weird way understand like okay well if she is this like outsider loser yeah, yeah. she would be interested in because he's not exactly a jock or no, a yeah. preppy he's like a mm-hmm. he's like a cigarette smoking skater kid who the police are have their eye on like he's the type not, of yeah. the type of guy that Dinky would probably be into. In he's real got long, life, he's yeah. got Although, long hair. Like, even though she like is, again is like, Dinky really into men though? I don't know. But well, no, I mean Gerald but, is a very is very pretty looking though. At, right? No, I mean yeah. if you're, I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like a closeted lesbian would date sure. someone like that on yeah. their way to like there you go to coming out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, his hair is very like yeah. Long and lovely, and <laughs> it's always the type of hair that I am striving stri- for when I grow it out. And I, but you always get antsy and I always and get have to antsy cut it. and just cut it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, go watch Honey Shrunk the Kids. He's in that a couple years earlier. He's fine, but Scott apparently now. Yeah, I used Trumper. to follow Thomas Wilson Brown on Instagram, and he's kind of a he's kind of a huge Trumper now. Oh, what are you gonna do? We'll always have Welcome Home, Roxy. Can't Carmichael, win them all. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we have we talked a little bit about Frances Fisher as her. I want keep wanting to say stepmother. It's not her. It's her adopted mother. It's her. Yeah. Yeah. And she definitely, Scott. You said it halfway through the movie, and I was thinking she's this giving the whole time. me Kathy Baker vibes and um, Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The. Th- the interesting thing about late 80s, early 90s movies is that the filmmakers and the cast, but the filmmakers have this, like, their youth was, like, maybe the 50s or the 60s. The 50s and the 60s. Yeah. So yeah. to them, this, like, nostalgia is for this, like, early 60s kind, kind of, of, like, kitschy, uh, mid-century. Kind of oversexed housewife yeah, sort of archetype. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see these movies from this time, to see these characters that are a little bit, like, kind of stuck in what they thought was sexy or what they thought was adult, you know. And Frances Fisher is playing this gaudy Peggy Bundy. But also kind of fierce, though. Oh, no. She's super fierce. I love love this character. She just does not get Dinky. She can't really relate to Dinky at all. She does not relate to her. And... They give her a good sex scene in her husband's oh carpet my store. Gosh. Oh, we need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. They go to town in the middle of the day, in the middle they of the do. carpet store, in I the mean, middle of the night. Kind she of, is a, she's very vocal. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminds me of the sex scenes that are a cutaway in Outrageous Fortune that you're just like, yeah. how exactly is what he going down on What position are they in? <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. you only see body parts from behind the, it's that rack it's that rack of carpet swatches mm-hmm. that's like it looked like that rack in like uh kindergarten where you like dry your fingerprinting right. projects mm-hmm. but it's like carpet um 
And yeah, so you only see them from one hat. You see like hands and and uh, not Roxy. Dinky walks in and kind of catches them. And he comes up from behind, from yeah. below. And he's just like, hey, what's up? We're just having daytime public sex. <laughs> and I guess for me, it made me like her adoptive parents oh, more. Because yeah, totally. that seemed like an odd match. But then you're like, oh, I guess they aren't so yeah. uptight and square. They're yeah. like, you know, doing it in midday. <laughs> they just have like an alternative rock daughter that they don't know what to do with. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Her all black bedroom. Like, was she? It was she, really cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it obviously gives a little like Lydia Dietz. I was going to say, it yeah. gives us very Lydia Dietz. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She had, yeah. Like, black painted black walls, like a black headboard on her like twin bed, like right in the middle of the room. Um, very cool looking. But yeah, I mean, her parents are like swinging. Like they're they're not exactly like on trend but they're you know they're still like out there it's interesting you don't see the parents at the roxy wall at the end of the movie no oh that's true they don't bother to go they don't give a shit they don't everybody everybody's in town is at the roxy ball so they can fuck in the store without anybody like bothering them sure there you go yeah they're having like a swinger party in there because the whole premise is roxy carmichael is coming back home yeah so Mm -hmm. she is going to show up at some point and everybody's it's like the second coming you know it's a celebrity they're they're living for it everybody in town all her contemporaries that are her age which is marty from greece jeff daniels and all their like class reunion friends they're at they're they're having like this shaky's pizza hoedown like earlier in the movie and like talking about it and like it gets kind of heated you know and the Dinah manoff character has her like right hand gal that's like with her the whole time. Her like lesbian lover, and we find out yeah. they're like yeah. Odin. A, like a part that I never got as a kid. Yeah, no. like at all. You're just like they're having Cornish game hen mm-hmm. in like negligees in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, what's I weird know. about they, this? They sort of gotten a spat the night before. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels very Altman esque. Like it we really said, does. Like, yeah. it there really aren't really does. villains, and the film will take its time to sort of focus yeah. on peripheral characters that don't even tie into the main yeah. story. I never really thought about this movie as Altman esque, <laughs> but no, you're right though. You know, if if I'm the blonde side. Sidekick to Dynamanoff. Libby. Libby. Mm-hmm. Libby's probably Libby's like clearly in love with this girl, right? But all she can talk about for it's the past Roxy. how long? Probably year, because they've been building up to this, is fucking Roxy. And the way she talks about her is like like I said, half flippant, but you know she really has a thing for her, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So, you know, Libby the whole time is just like, all right, like, shut up, Roxy, whatever, who cares? You were friends with her then, but, like, where has she been, you know? Yes. And um, so it's a very interesting dynamic. You get little, little, little bits of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, maybe today in, like, a, a even more Altman-esque movie, that, that storyline would be delved into a lot more. Probably stuff that was in an earlier draft yeah. that they had to cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever I see, I mean, watching this movie always makes me think of kind of when c- big celebrities like Cameron Diaz, Michelle Pfeiffer, Madonna, when they were young. Yeah. Like what is, what are the people that remember them as like, yeah. children? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. what, like how do they relate to this person and what is this overblown 
relationship that they've had with them in their head yeah. reminds me of the best friend from Truth or Dare. Oh, yeah. With, with I love that scene. Oh, the one that comes and says, baptize my daughter yeah. and all that? Yeah. Oh, my God. It kind of reminds me yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, And just all of these totally. people that probably went to high school with, like, yeah. Cameron Diaz that these are the people, act like they were best friends. Yeah. These yeah. are the people that when you read The Star, and to a certain extent, People Magazine. Unidentified sources. The source. Yep. A mm-hmm. source close to them. Yeah. These are the sources. Yeah, yeah. Well, because in this, uh, Stinky... <laughs> Dinky, Stinky Dinky eventually becomes convinced that Roxy Carmichael oh, is in fact her mother, her and that's mother. where the whole like dramatic, yeah, uh, that's what the story uh, hinges on. Yeah, and yeah. she sort of inherited the town's mania and obsession yeah, because yeah. she doesn't love her own life. She's sort of this like bullied, picked on kid. Mm-hmm. And Roxy's coming back. She doesn't love running, her parents. Roxy's coming back or, to save me and yeah, she, and to not, take me back where I'm really from. Right, mm-hmm. and and. She, it only it's sort of like this weird it's a coming of age story and it's sort of i feel like again the movie's very subtle it's sort of like she meets jeff daniels and learns that he was roxy carmichael's lover yeah and i almost wonder if he sort of awakens her like pubescent urge to really start to want to have sex and meet men Mm -hmm. because that is sort of what starts to create the idea like oh my mom is this person yeah and then she sort of meets the like appropriate high school teenage boy who she suddenly like opens herself up to to be like oh i kind of like guys now yeah let me like get interested in you right so i'm looking on imdb and do you know who they credit young roxy as Hmm. carla gugino (gasps) carla gugino that's in shadow shadow Oh my god! You just blew my mind right now. Wow, I love that. So beautiful. I buy her as Winona's mother. Sure. Even though they're the same age. Um, if this, uh, if this movie, if this material, what am I trying to think? of? Property. If this idea, this IP, was an hour long, the Roxy Carmichael cinematic drama. universe. Uh huh. On Hulu. the multi, the multi episode arc, a multi, yeah. a, a, a limited series, limited series, sure, limited series. We would get an entire episode about Jeff Daniels and his wife. Sure, which they hint at. It's not. There's a lot a going great on domestic. Yeah. Ways. They're like doing the kind of fights in front of the kids where you're throwing things and in front of a three year old. I I get where she's coming from. Because it's like she has this chip on her shoulder of, I, I, we live in Clyde. I know who Roxy Carmichael is, and I know that you banged her when you were a teenager. So I clearly have in love with her. And this thing to hold, you know, to live up to. You might regret not leaving with her yeah. when you were yeah. sixteen years and old. And now we have this entire, mm-hmm. you know, who knows how long, year long build up to the Roxy Carmichael jubilee, and so the wife is just feeling more and more you know, um, inadequate. And she keeps seeing these little hints of him parked outside of the house and all of this stuff. Is she blowing it out of proportion? Maybe. He is being distant. He is being, you know, whatever. But she takes the kids, man. She's fully just like, I'm leaving. I'm going to my mom's without even saying anything. And he's just like, oh, that's a rough. That's a rough scene. She fully leaves him with the kids. 
So I, I get it. She is there's a there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on behind the scenes. Maybe our like Hulu series mm-hmm. about this show that would be like a, we'll mid, like a, a well, wheel every, spinning. Well, every yeah. episode mid. of the Hulu series yeah. is going to be how each person in this cast. Like, R- relates to yeah. relates to yeah. Roxy. Should we yeah, pitch it sure. the Welcome Home Roxy Carmichael I mean, limited series? Yeah, story by all three of us. I am in. I, it here it first, would not folks. shock me if that's where we're heading. Yeah, they're now, gonna mine. They're mining do, everything. How, how do you guys feel that you never really get a good look at Roxy? Love it. I think it's Pro. super effective. Yeah, good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pro. Yeah. Who would I mean? I yeah. It would be some dated idea of glamour, and we'd be like taken out and be. But yeah, it gives it a timeless, yeah. like that, like Jane Mansfield, Marilyn yes, Monroe, Jane Mansfield, kind absolutely. Of thing. And I think it kind of serves my theory of is Roxy even really still glamorous, still rich, still living in LA? It's true. Or is this dinky? Is the town just projected? kind of like a, the town's a loser idea town. of what she is going through? Yeah. Or maybe even if she is still rich and famous and beautiful, she's like, fuck Clyde. I'm not going to that no. shit. Yeah. Take this plaque. Cause she does send a limo. Yeah. You know, if she was like three hundo and like not rich anymore, she wouldn't have sent a limo with the Maybe it's sort of a So you're right. Well, also, she could just say fuck Clyde. Maybe it's also just sort Love of a, it. a mediocre fame that mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. town just is sort of latched onto. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So at this event, they give Winona which again, in all these films, they give her a makeover. She's yeah, kind yeah. of in her like all black goth frumpy look. Yeah. Eventually she's like, Oh, my mom is Roxy Carmichael, so she yeah. I'm gonna have a glam moment. She's Ali Sheedy at the She, she puts Club. on a very like eighth grade graduation dress. It's mm-hmm. like peach, it's got the rose in the center. <laughs> her decolletage is very like <laughs> on, on point supple. <laughs> it's like, you know, the they knew what they were doing. Is she still wearing the combat boots? She, no, I, no, she no. Had it pumps. was in a pink, she pump, had a pink like pump. character development. Yeah, and so she does eventually learn that Roxy Carmichael is in fact not her mother, mm-hmm. and yeah, in fact the baby doll, <gasps> the baby doll, the baby doll, the big, the big moment with it was Jeff si- Daniels. You think it was mm-hmm. Sid's? Uh, well, I mean, they did say it was, it was premature. A, it was a preemie baby. Seven months. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, now, mod, I guess back then, now, seven months, they're like, oh, yeah, you're fine. fine. Yeah, like, going, especially, yeah. like, when those women have, like, quintuplets. They're born in, like, oh, yeah. 20 weeks. Exactly, and they, yeah. When they're, they're, like, like saving tadpoles now. <laughs> they can, like, the, yeah. but back then, you no, know, seven months was like, uh-oh. It's 75 or whatever we're thinking this is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Seven months is not viable. Mm-hmm. So, and... Did, like, Jeff Daniels' character, like, help her deliver this baby? I mean, I think... Because she kept the pregnancy secret. True. So they wouldn't have had to go to a hospital because they probably just would have... Oh, jeez. ...taken the you child think? there. Oh, I, didn't I, even, I didn't even go that well, far. Well, in the opening scene, in the flashback, I mean, the He's baby they the baby. use looks yeah. like it's It's two, just a normal baby. It's yeah, it's supposed yeah, yeah. to be, like, <laughs> a, like... Newborn. ...preemie newborn. Yeah, yeah. But it's not on, like, a ventilator or anything. Well, that's why. Because they, would... they had the baby at home, and then he just mm-hmm. took it to and the hospital. And she was like, peace out. I'm going to go get famous. We were talking about this, Ellen. Yeah. When you watch it, it's very, like, off-putting and kind of mm-hmm. ugly. Like, someone just had a baby, and she's like, oh, I you think keep I'm going to... You the gonna, baby. Uh, we're yeah. on a, the baby and I are on a break. I'm yeah. just going to kind of do my thing. <laughs> I'll touch base with you. I'll circle back to the baby. I'm trying to get famous. I might come back later. And you're looking... And when you watch the scene... 
I think the initial is like she's never gonna make it. No, she's from yeah. this like small town in Ohio, and you know she's putting on like pink bejeweled saddle shoes. You know, like Angeline already is like <laughs> yeah, out yeah. here. We don't need another stuff and candy Angeline, in her suitcase. But, it's like, come on, oh yeah. There yeah. needs. <sighs> we should write the movie of Welcome Home, Angeline. Oh, of the oh, small that would be European. So good. Town Shtetl. that Angelina is from. I think she's from Israel. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like some, but like the suburbs of Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. like some like out outer dump. Just no. it's like a real desert. Holding on to just desolate. like no. yeah, Angeline, like, like American success story. Like, but her name is like oh man, her name's something else. Something I think it's like very plain too. It's like Tammy Goldberg. Oh, it's geez. like real. Like, <laughs> wasn't there like an Ellie Weekly article? That there was like broke Hollywood. All of that? Rep- I think Hollywood Reporter Hollywood, broke yeah. it. I don't know. how I feel about that. I kind of like. Angeline. I don't want to know. I kind I of like Angeline to live in mystery. I yeah. can't tell how I feel either. Because on the one hand, I'm like, this isn't newsworthy. Yeah. Like you don't need to like out this like no. washed up celebrity Not from the eighties at this are, point. Are like live her life. Are those interviews? I also with- was like, who? Yeah. Tell me true, more. True. Are those interviews with the gentleman that win a date with her, and then they chronicle just going oh, yeah, out they, and buying her groceries? She like ma- they go to like mm-hmm. the pavilions, like <laughs> Chinese buffet, and she makes them like buy her like food because that's how she like survives. Now. I mean, I, I I'm not above that. I mean, you know what you're getting into. That sounds into. like a fun date to yeah. me. Let's I do it too. The I've seen her 980 times. Or like they're finally doing it. They are. I mm-hmm. thought I thought it was such a huge scandal. I think they yeah, I they, think they shelved it. I think yeah. COVID shut it down yeah. for years. I thought and it I might think be, they even recast I might be, people. I thought it might be an Oof, issue with yikes. her. With, no. with Angeline. I mean – Probably, but mm-hmm. I, it is going to come out, and I think it was largely production, just COVID, oh, sure, and sure. I think they might have recast a role or two. Okay, so d- did she ever get um, the back bumper fixed on the Corvette? I know, and oh, or you see the pla- I mean, the packing uh, tape is it still there? I mean, Angeline. I mean, not off topic, <laughs> just because I feel like Angeline is sort of a kindred spirit. I hope to people Roxy know who she is. Oh, I know we know. do. If you but... don't know who she is, stop listening to our show. Angeline. <laughs> and go find out and then come back. <laughs> we have our fun Angeline moment outside of the El Capitan Theater. We talked about that on yeah. our Earth Girls Review. I've seen her like a million and our one Jungle time. Book episode. She she beckoned me to the car. We were walking out of the El Cap after going to um Peach Dragon. Oh, it was Peach Dragon. Oh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it wasn't Jungle Book? No, it was okay. Peach Dragon. Peach yep. For your friends, she her business Beck cards. and Pete to her car because I was screaming yeah. and hooting and hollering and pointing and waving at her. Yeah, she was like, "Come over here," but she was in traffic, so she couldn't stop the car to to force me to buy a t shirt. Right, she was it was a red light, so she was just like here, and she gave me a handful of business cards. I was said, obsessed for with your friends. Her like she had a <laughs> condo in Malibu that she had to sell. I know oh, to oh. sort of stay afloat. Love it. Well, we love you, Angeline. Come on the show. Oh, I know. And soon we'll be able to watch her life story on Hulu. So sure, everything eventually it all goes to Hulu. I mean, I our think, our life story is coming to Hulu soon. Yeah, I think it'll be twenty twenty five. Well, I think the Roxy right. Carmichael. I think Hulu is the appropriate. The limited place series, the, the limited ten, series. the ten episode. Well, I know series. that Hulu is it. sort of getting Vanessa Hudgens. Well, is as, it, I've heard she's interested. Oh, okay, okay sure. Right. I, she's as um, we know, people that know her. So it <laughs> mm-hmm. doesn't everybody. She mm-hmm. should play Roxy. I mean. Or not Roxy, uh, 
stinky, dinky. She could dinky. Be, right, she could be dinky. You know she's like 34, but <laughs> she's cares? small. She looks young. I'm liking it. I like Vanessa. Well, I feel like Hulu is sort of in the the market for true crime stories right now. now they're doing the true crime. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They got the they got the dropout. They got the girl who well, like yeah. the convinced her boyfriend from to Ipanema, the girl from Ipanema, yeah, who convinced her boyfriend <laughs> who, to, to commit suicide. Oh, terrible! I don't even want to watch the girl from Ipanema because that story gets me so like hyped. Yeah. Like I can't even deal with it. But you know. We'll we'll get Roxy Carmichael on one of these streaming services. Well, just not we'll, when we remake it, we'll add a murder mystery element. In the <gasps> there town. you we'll go. We'll throw in like a because again, we we need to fill like eight episodes. Mm-hmm, Someone will mm-hmm. needlessly get murdered. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe the maybe the guidance counselor. How did the baby die? <gasps> I mean, that's a whole episode, right? There. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we want to talk a little bit about Melissa Etheridge? I mean, I know that we've we've sort of like <laughs> she is a character. I want in to this talk film. a lot about. She Melissa she Etheridge. is an off screen character of this movie. <laughs> She's the fifth uh, Sex in the City mm-hmm. girl. There's quite so a few. I was yeah. definitely one of Numbers. those kids that listened to music that my mom listened to. Yeah, if they were headlining Lilith Fair, I probably you had, had the, the CD the CD in my flip book. Yeah, like I loved all of that shit. Yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm. Come to My Window video starring Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Get the fuck right out of town. That shit is epic. Go watch it on YouTube right now. Pause this episode. Yeah, we should have done video. 90 minutes on that. <laughs> I I, we still can. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, Melissa Etheridge, uh, not a huge star in 1990. No, not but, at all. No. But mm-hmm. is in here. I wonder who kind of is it. Jim Abrams? Is it the the writer? Maybe the who was writer? the one that was like, the writer was a woman. Yeah, the writer is a woman. Bring in this 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 possibly, rock and roll artist, possibly a lesbian, but I don't know that we'll for sure. Know. Yeah, but it's but like then it when, an interesting choice to bring Melissa. Please, in. even the lyrics to every <laughs> song, it's very like, "Don't look at me <laughs> if you don't like what you, <laughs> what see. you see." Every song's yeah. like, "I'm in," like you know, in the closet, mm-hmm. like very like nod Love nod me wink wink. The whole thing is very central, play. very lesbianish. <laughs> I will, I will never be the same. Lesbian, yeah, very lesbian, lesbianic. Love them all. Four, it gives the film an, a flavor yeah mm-hmm. a point of view yeah very very love you for you very central pay <laughs> because even they do eventually marry or not you know like tie her off with this the guy boy. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. very like phoned in and unconvincing mm-hmm. it's not really like it's they were of, meant for each it other it kind of reminds me of the ending of the breakfast club with alice sheedy yeah yeah because, oh yeah, yeah yeah because she has these moments in the movie where she clearly has a crush on this boy but she's like she's like the dirty stinky dinky girl and he's a little bit more like preppy you know he wears like big like benetton like oversized like sweatshirts mm-hmm. and acid wash jeans um, and he really is all about like the blonde girl with like the big hair and like conventionally pretty or whatever. And then later on, he starts to see something in her, you know, chases her off the bus when she gets like picked on too much and all that. So he does kind of like her when she's still dinky, mm-hmm. but yeah. she does eventually have a weird, like pink transformation at the end and that's when they do ultimately get together. I mean I, so. I feel like is just, it unsatisfying? You can just sort of watch this movie and just 
kind of just envision this character as a woman. Yeah. The guy, the Honey, yeah. the Kids character? The yeah. yeah. Could he have just been a girl? Even visually. Mates? Yeah. Instead yeah. of Gerald, Geraldine. Geraldine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerry. And Jerry. This, <laughs> this Jerry does Blake. do Jerry a Blake. freeze frame ending, which I always clocked as yeah. oh that's not the real ending ah, i always grew yeah. up i don't know somewhere along the line i was told oh if it's a freeze frame ending that sure. means it was like a reshoot it's or a little that, original is ending that just wasn't. your time and working in post in <laughs> I, but i i don't it's yeah, a little I kids incorporated the freeze frame. yeah because can we think hacky. of other films yeah. where you end on a freeze frame I know The Breakfast Club is one. Doesn't it freeze frame? It's a little hacky. It's a little cliche 80s. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I feel. I'm just thinking of like Police Academy movies. But that, those don't count. Those the 400, do they? Do they <laughs> end on a, couple, a freeze frame? I think frame? a couple of them. The 400 Blows. The 400 Blows. Well, there you go. The, that piece of shit. That hack. <laughs> that hack. That hack tripo. <laughs> I do remember when we were we we just watched it before, and I always remember. Oh, this ends on a freeze frame. Yeah, and I did, and I was and like, really yes. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like a freeze frame ending. It sort of gives this like weird, like dramatic. It's sort of like the movies in mid jump. You know, it's yeah. just, like energy to it like the movie will go on yeah yeah forever yeah in your mind you as kids are supposed to like imagine what dinky and because geraldine goes right into a melissa song yeah just like jamming along like (laughs) yeah she's gonna be all right right she found like her heterosexuality oh man so who could jerry blank have played in the or amy sedaris have played in this movie should she play dinky or basket yeah the, or what's oh, her name? Oh, Beth, Beth, um, Beth Grant. Beth Grant. We forgot, oh, Beth, we Grant forgot about Beth Grant. We forgot about Beth Grant. I mean, our her. movies that made us gay lucky charm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, Beth Grant. For 10 to 15 years, she played the like <laughs> mean bitch in a small town. And I believe this character works at the clothing store. She works at the, cl- the dress yep. shop. At yeah, the dress yeah, yeah, yeah. shop. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. That could have been Amy Sedaris could play that. Uh, she could play Geraldine. Um, she could have. She could have. Really. Uh, maybe the guidance counselor. Yeah, that would have been good too. Just her and her like brown panties. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think maybe in our in our Hulu series we'll get. Well, because Winona was famously in a Strangers with Candy. she was one she of was the in, best. Episodes. I think she was, was, was she series finale? finale. Yeah, of three. Yeah, the yeah. series finale. Which yeah. again, most. I mean, hopefully our. Listeners at home know what Strangers with Candy. I mean, look it up. Do you remember who plays Plus. the grief oh, counselor in the movie? Because their it, school has a grief counselor. Isn't it um, SJP? It's it SJP. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so yep. well, <laughs> Which did get a second season. Could I know. A, thank God. Oh thank God. Uh, <laughs> and just like that. Bring back, like bring that. back Che. I mean, they should bring Winona on. They have to. So, okay. In the... Strangers with Candy episode that Winona Ryder's on. Her character's like the cool, popular girl. And one of the funniest goddamn things in my entire life. She's smoking a cigarette and she has it in her hand and the frame's like a medium shot, right? And her arm is in the frame with the cigarette in it. She flicks the cigarette out of her hand and brings her arm down out of frame and just like says a line. And then the next line, she brings her arm up, and there's a lit cigarette in her hand, and she just takes a, a drag from the lit cigarette and blows it. <laughs> That's very strange. It's After she just humor. flicked it out, it's so, like, airplane-like yeah. humor. 
And you just miss it because it's so subtle. And Winona's just fucking selling it. And just, ah, oh, love it. I Chef wish, I think kiss. she's a gifted comedian. She really is. She and really is. She doesn't do enough. She doesn't what, lean into the comedy. What has Winona Absolutely. been up to besides, yeah. of course, well, like Stranger Black Man. Swan was. I mean, Ooh. also, like, Ooh. her casting for Black Ooh. Swan is Ooh. very interesting because yeah. it's sort of commenting on, like, yeah. being Aging. A, yeah. a, a, faded, a yeah. faded movie star. Yeah. Well, even Natalie yeah. Portman being cast mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you're not – you don't have it, but yeah. you're technically perfect. I also think it was a yes. little, like, ooh, yes. is this kind of, like, mm-hmm. a little, little close little to shade. the bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Wow. Yeah, I think that she's really well used in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Black Swan kind of un- – I, I mean I can't say we, underrated. Again, we were all ancient. But just sort <laughs> of like – made us gay though. Like we're sleeping it on, we're, still made us gay. We're sleeping on Black Don't Swan as this like camp classic. Yeah. Like is it going to be our new Baby Jane in like 10 years? I, it was a Baby it, Jane for me. It already the is. It yep. I mean it's, I, what, what did I call it that whole year? I was um, showgirls. I was a member of the PGA, the Producers Guild. Oh, so well, I used to get well. screeners back when they mattered. Or was and I had a Black Swan screener, and mm. that was such a panty dropper. Yeah. I could be like, man, I Black you Swan. Know <laughs> and like, I could get, <laughs> I could helped. learn men yeah, yeah. to where I was sure living. <laughs> I got it. I got wow. I got the screener for Black Swan. I have this. And Come it on over. Worked and. Let me tell you, Grinder headline. A good time. <laughs> yeah, I, Black Swan screener can host. Yeah, blowing up. Like sixty travel. messages. Wow, yeah. I love it. I wish. I, you know what I need as a drop on this is the is the grinder. <laughs> I'll get it. We'll add, we'll Man, add it I to remember, the soundboard. I remember I saw Black Swan at the what's that theater on the West Side where the landmark is. Or, yeah, I mean, the Landmark, the Landmark. Theater. Yeah, yeah. I remember I saw that movie, first week of December, opening weekend. The worst weekend ever to go to that mall. Because uh, there's yeah. no parking. Oh, and I remember that, that theater was fucking packed. I'm sure. Bunch and, of gays. And Anna Paquin and Stephen Moyer were in the audience with Oh, us. Anna Paquin was in that audience That's with glam. you. And yep. again, like Love gay that. icons. Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I mean, come on, Roxy Carmichael. What can we say? I do appreciate you. I you guys always bring out the like drier <laughs> titles, but I love that. I love that we worked. It's a very like low key minor yeah, yeah, indie yeah. drama no, coming of age. But it it you know yeah. when you think campy or gay, it, yeah, I it's mean, not made the obvious. Me- answer but right. in many Made ways me the it's lesbian the lesbian i am answer. today yeah yeah, yeah. It, like, exactly i am a, it is I, it's a lesbian i mentioned it but i am a sucker for like melissa etheridge you sarah really mclaughlin you love like yeah. all that bullshit can't get enough of it yeah. i'm i love it i don't know why lesbians don't embrace this more and like mm-hmm. claim it as their baby jane or yeah. their oh, like uh yeah. you know what's another uh like Birdcage or something. Like, <laughs> I mean, we this, just need to this start. Is their, like my own private Idaho. We just, yeah, it like, should be. Yeah. It's yeah. like their own my uh, my own private Idaho. <laughs> yeah, but really though, we. I mean, this movie fucking is cool. Mm-hmm. I do. I say it's, it's cool. on Tubi. We yeah. plug Tubi, Dude, which we it love. Is on Tubi. Unofficial sponsor of the show. Yeah. It's, free. <laughs> it's free. I do. I want to work for Tubi. I'm ready. They to They had go a to job Tubi. posting that I was not qualified uh, for oh. that I wanted to apply for. Yeah. I just saw it. On apply LinkedIn. anyway. Keep trying. Just I mean, lie. you're you're probably qualified <laughs> for it. Just so you could so, probably make your dream. I of do. I want to work for Tubi. You could be like head of programming at Tubi. Yeah, love it. Love it. Well, I mean, seriously, we can. 
Well, we could have a whole episode. Uh, I mean, where was the KD Lang in this song? In this movie? I mean, it's... It was Winona. It was was all... Winona was our KD Lang representation. I mean, it was all about Melissa. It was all about Melissa. You're Mm -hmm. right. You're right. Yeah. But I mean, that early 90s, like, lesbian rock. Give me me some KD Lang. Yeah, it was great. We were just listening to Constant Craving today. We were. I love that song. Ah, Constant Craving. We were waiting for our Taco Bell. Constant (laughs) Craving. Constant Craving Anytime I listen to it, I am tarantiported. To the 90s. And Hungry for Taco Bell. But that's another story. But um, Melissa Etheridge also just someone fascinating career with that one. Ooh, of fascinating like, life. Who her fascinating baby career, daddy is. All that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I mean. Humble beginnings, Roxy Carmichael. Is, is Melissa, Melissa Etheridge a deadbeat mom? I mean, that's, we've, that's we've, a whole other episode. We've sort of heard that. We've that's heard another the Hulu. Go- we've heard the Dead gay gossip. Mom. That's another Hulu series. Like yeah. Deadbeat Mom, Melissa Etheridge. I would watch a yep. show called Deadbeat Dead Moms. Moms. Yeah. In a heartbeat. That, that's another Hulu series. I mean, I should be pitching these shows right now. You heard it here first. Trademark. Hulu. Deadbeat I mean, Moms. Call us. Call. They, already, they already canceled <laughs> Adopting Adults. Um, uh, womp womp. That was sad. We loved Adopting Adults. That was too much. But... <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> But yeah, go go watch Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael on Tubi. It's free with ads. I mean, they start to get a little. Tubi's great uh, at the yeah. first. Like you're like, this is amazing. They only gave me like 20 seconds of ads, but then the longer you watch, the more they're like, and here's another ad. Yeah, they're for... like they're like drug dealers. And yeah. they're, you, you just taste. The and beginning. their catalog of movies is crazy. It's. I mean, and you yeah. mentioned that it's because you can just do commercials that yeah, studios just really don't care. Just like take it. I assume. Yeah. I, I don't know how their business model works. <laughs> I feel like we're in a, a glorious. I think it's going to go away. Yeah, it's we're in a gray like zone Napster right now. Where yeah. like, it was too good. I we're in a gray zone. Tubi's right now too that. good to be true. It's yeah. Napster, Pluto, Tubi, all those like weird free with ads channels. But um, yeah, you guys, uh, Roxy Carmichael, the poster's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Winona Ryder, if you are not aging millennials or Gen X like the three of us, do some Winona Ryder homework. Do not sleep on her. Find Also, find the deep cuts. Watch Lucas. Welcome home, yeah. Roxy yes. Carmichael. Yeah. I mean, Age of Innocence and whatever. <laughs> Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York. Bro. Autumn in New York. That Lost one. Souls. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, we've already done Mermaids. Boys. Yeah. Boys, boy. yep. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God. Mr. Deeds, remember she did an Adam Sandler movie? Uh, That was released right after the shoplifting thing. Yeah. 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 But I mean, she she was. She was it. She was it. She was the moment. She was the moment. She was the moment for six years. Yeah. 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 For sure. She's she's Winona. And who can say that? Not many people. No. No. Who do we got now? Like, you know. Come on. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. No. Get out. Zendaya. Zendaya. Maybe. She's the moment right now. She is. We'll see if she lasts. She's like the red carpet <laughs> moment. She's I don't know about – yeah. I mean she's a gifted actress, but – Yeah. But I mean we love Wino. Wino forever. Wino forever. Wino forever. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> Which again, chest. like as as troubled as she's had of a career yeah. in life, like look at Johnny, her like counterpart. True. He's real – I mean – Absolutely. Woo. I mean she might have like – Slowed down in the race, but yeah. she's still crossing the finish line. Yeah, true. Yeah, she uh, she could book she could book some big roles soon too. Oh yeah, so I like mean, it's we never, love a comeback. It's never. How dare you? How dare you use that word? 
come back. Come return. Back. Her return. <laughs> her return. <laughs> and I think that I hate that. Word. I think that Winona also like went on the stand to sort of vouch for Johnny Depp's character. She did. So did I don't she? think I don't yeah, think the did. relationship was like yeah. toxic or anything. Yeah. I don't know. No, and she might do that because she hasn't known him for twenty years. And exactly. Can say oh, also well, that. Yeah. He was fine, like in the nineties years ago, yeah. when we oh, were doing man. drugs together, <laughs> like I mean, allegedly, or whatever. Doing. Did you see her movie that she reunited with Keanu? Destination. Oh, Wedding? I did. It was fine. I didn't see it either, but it was fine. Kind of a good throwaway streaming title. Well, go watch Bram Stoker's Dracula because you can see them get actually married in that movie by a Romanian priest who didn't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> As the legend goes. But she has like legendary shit like that going on. But we love we love Winona. And welcome home, Roxy Carmichael. This movie is a lot of fun. And this episode was a lot of fun. Michael. You're always one of our favorite oh, guests. Thank you I so love having you on, on our show. Yeah. I love to show up. Yes. And we did have a little bit of wine, pink wine. A little bit of pink honor. wine. Yeah. In, in honor of Roxy. There's in a unicorn. Yeah. Roxy, There's so. a unicorn on this wine bottle I'm label. Happy. I'm always happy to be invited. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We'd love to have you on again. Always for another movie. We'll pick another uh, under of, the radar. <laughs> an object of my affection. Some like dry, like obscure 90s relic that oh, I was okay. like a little queen watching. <laughs> it's all right. Well, we'll we'll definitely have you on again for, for one of those bangers. But until then, uh, it's time to bid you adieu. See you later, Mike. Thanks for Bye. coming on. Bye. <laughs> It's just about that time. Patreon shout out. Patreon shout out. Yes, indeed. We are here to say hello to all of our wonderful patrons. Melanie, Christopher, Russ, Esperanza, Nicole, Susan, JJ, Layton, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Muffy, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Joshua, Emily, Millie, Aaron, Melinda, Jim, Jessica, Nick and Shannon, Christine, and Rafina. Thank you for being Thank you so much. Head over to patreon.com slash moves that made us gay for all of our Awesome Patreon. You'll get the monthly newsletter probably around the time this episode comes out. The yes, new le- the new newsletter will be out mm-hmm. along with the commentary mm-hmm. for the month. Extra commentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun uh, fun additional content over on our Patreon uh, page. Lots of fun. So check it out. Uh, we'd also love it if you would uh, head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And give us five yeah, stars. Give us five stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're on Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to write us a review. We'll read we'll it, read it on air. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. And um, those five stars and those good reviews, they help us, you know, get visibility. They help us with, you know, uh, podcast algorithms, all that good stuff. Don't ask. But it really helps. So please do that. Um, head over and give us a follow on any and all of the uh, social media apps. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay. And on Twitter, we are at MTMUG Pod. Yes, indeed. I am Peter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Peter Lasagna. Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you so much for listening. Again, such a great episode. We will see you very, very soon. See you next week. Next week. Bye. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.